Welcome to the podcast with Face, Pat, and Tiz. Um, what's up, what's guys? Up? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, what's up, guys? Welcome to the podcast show with three friends, separated by business, <laughs> connected by brotherhood, having weekly conversations that you can join in on. And this week, uh, it's going to be a dope week here, man. Uh, we're actually separated by way less distance. We are. This is the first time we're recording this, and we're all in the same state. Um, yeah, literally less than an hour and a half separates all three of us. Uh, so it's a dope moment in time. Um, you'll, you'll probably see vlogs later on this week uh, of us actually in the same spaces at the same time, which would be the first for most of y'all. Um, so yeah, man, it's gonna be a dope week. Uh, obviously, Christmas just passed, so that makes it dope. But I am here with the illustrious. I am only one third of them. it's your boy Tiz. I'm only one third of them, but I got my bros with me. We in VA. I'm with the other third is right here, and I'm I'm probably about maybe like thirty minutes away from the other third, and hour and thirty from the other third. But yeah, it's the Padawan here. And I am along with with a less dramatic pause. What's happening, man? It's facing the place, man. Out in the country where I'm still a short distance from my partner. What's happening? Indeed, man. The Triforce is complete. Um, He's out here, man. It's episode 58. It's season two. Um, It's close to the new year. Um, It is an hour and, what, 33 minutes from my birthday? which means it's 25 hours and 33 minutes from Pat's birthday. Hey. Um, just a cool yeah. last week, man. The new year's at the end of this week. So uh, we out here, man. Um, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, we about to talk that shit this week. Um, how y'all doing this week? How y'all feeling? I, obviously, I'm feeling good. How y'all feeling? Silly as a bitch out here. And in this year, some silly shit instead of some hostile shit. Like, I could, I could. But I'm in it on some silly shit to bring in the new year on some positive shit. You feel me? Because I in the I'm leaving off the negativity of the past year and years. And I'm coming into the new year with nothing but positivity. I see it in my future. I see it in my future, nothing but positive things. You feel me? So I'm gonna claim it now. I'll make my new year's resolution now before the new Grab year. That shit. I can keep on going into it. You feel me? I'm not gonna do, I'm gonna get healthy. I'm gonna get on the diet. I'm gonna lift weights. No. I'm going to strive for more positivity in myself and my surroundings. That's my new year. It's not even my new year. That's my new life resolution. Let's get it, I love it. I love it. Padawan. Well, uh, the one is a lot healthier, a lot uh, feeling better in spirits. I found out I still have my birthday off, so that's great. Just my check might be a little bit weak the next week. But, you know, yeah, just a little bit weak. It's a give and a take. It is a give and a take. I'll take um, mental stability and mental health over the checks any day. Appreciate that good word, bro. Pretty much. That that mental health, boy. Boy, boy, boy. Peace. Inner peace. And I'm hoping so much um, more than a dollar. I'm hoping I get my holiday um, off for like the 31st. So that way I don't have to worry about I can give me a good four day weekend. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But yeah, uh, everything's all in good spirits here. I had I had the weekend off, but I chose to work on the first because the way I look at it, I get holiday pay plus the regular pay too. So I mean, that's hey, real. I re- I revamped that Christmas money. Like this is a yeah. lesson to all y'all young folks out there who like to have your birthdays and every holiday off. Ain't nothing wrong with having your birthday off. Nothing wrong with them. Celebrate you. 
when it comes to these holidays, if you ain't doing shit, go to work. I always say, I don't if you ain't doing shit, shit, go to work. <laughs> I never go out and do if I, if I gotta go to choice between going to work and making money or going out and spending money, I'm gonna choose the one that's bringing income in instead of the one that's taking money out of my pocket. So, yeah. this is a life lesson to y'all, young folks, man. I know y'all in y'all party years, but guess what? When the party stops, I hope the money is still there. If it ain't, start saving today, man. My whole thing, positivity, financial literature, financial literacy, everything going forward. Every week, you go hear me say something about some money, man. So, hey, it might get annoying, but if you listen, you can save some money and put some money back in your pockets. Ka-ching-ching. Mm-hmm. Ching. Um, y'all Capricorns, so we all workaholics, my bad. But yeah. <laughs> yes. Also, um, recently, just getting into Bitcoin. Invest in any coins that are used in the upcoming metaverse. Invest in them now. If you invest in them now, um, if you get on stuff like KuCoin, you can go ahead and invest in them now. And trust me, they're going to go up. And when the metaverse launches, you will be rewarded. Just trust me. Take that little piece of advice from your bang bang. Speaking of money, I'm glad, I'm glad to get right back with you with that too. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, right. <laughs> Don't get deterred by stuff like stocks and Bitcoin. Don't get deterred that you got to come in with some big dollars. You don't. You can come in small and uh, get your way up there. You feel Man, me? get somebody that got a wallet already to send you a referral link where you come in with a free stock mm-hmm. or a free piece of Bitcoin and use that free piece to start your journey. You spent nothing. You spent nothing. You've helped a friend and you've now started your journey in that thing without spending your own bread. That's my biggest advice to people. Like there's ways to enter these realms that we've previously thought were untapped or unavailable to us without having a lot of capital. You can start, uh, you can add face in the man. We all started our Robinhood portfolios with like either the free stocks or like a dollar or $10. Like we didn't put no big money into it. We just let that grow. But that's an investment in the future because you're looking at the 10 years down the line, get back, not tomorrow. So like put your money in some stuff, man. And uh, as I go through my journey, I'm going to shoot y'all some of my advice, man. But yeah, definitely invest in any coin that's going to be used in the metaverse because when the metaverse launches, that shit is going to drive up. And when it gets launched on bigger sites like Coinbase and stuff like that, if you own KuCoin already or like one of those sites that allow you to buy coins early, when they release, you're going to and everybody in the market is fully open to everybody like your your money is going to go up yeah so you could take ten dollars and turn it into 30 you could take ten dollars and turn it into a thousand you never know but if you was gonna go buy you an impossible whopper or some dumb shit anyway go ahead buy you go ahead buy you a little little stuff like face was saying man i'm gonna tell you like this man this is my plan if you got kids and your kids are really young you ain't thinking about college right now. Most people ain't thinking about college, especially if you got toddlers, man. But what thing you can do is always put away for something for tomorrow. So what you can do, get your kid a piggy bank, man. Both of my kids in the house got piggy bank. My oldest already got a bank account. We ain't talking about bank accounts here. We talking about fill that piggy bank up. When the piggy bank is filled, go to a coin star. Get that money turned. Go, go to a bank. Either way. But get your money back. Yep. Take that money and invest in a stock for your child. I don't know Invest that money in a stock for your child. Yeah. Start back over. Piggy back up. Invest in another stock for your child. Get your child five stocks. Get their portfolio started early. Educate them because the earlier you start financial education with your kids, the better off they are. Yeah, I tell my kids every time we get any money, there's three things you can do with money that's real good. You can save it. You can invest it. Or you can purchase something that improves with value. 
I'm not talking about cars, I'm not talking about jewelry, unless appreciation, precious metals. If you're talking about precious metals, cool. But I'm talking about art and land. That's what I tell my kids about. And we starting at seven and four. So get your kids into this mindset, man. Money is all around them and money makes this world move. Um, I'm looking at this NFT stuff. Some type of capital. You don't want to leave this earth early and let your kids not have that mental head point. I need this or I need to be able to do this. Just get these kids right now, once again. Financial education. And along that line, man, I was gonna say, man, you got kids are like a big thing that we do. We take when we go to the store and we purchase stuff, we talk to a son along the way and like are telling him, like, okay, so this is why we would buy this brand over this brand, or why we would purchase this over this. Or like, so if you if you do this, you get four of these for the same price as this, but they're the same thing. You see, like this is how you read, like it's amazing. And now like our son now is to the point where like he has his own wallet. Like he has three different little areas. He got his bank account for his, like, you know, his future. That's, that's, that's college. That's your nest egg. If you want to start a business, when you graduate high school, that's your, that's your financial future. Then you got your piggy bank. That's like your big savings. That's going to go towards your savings, but it's like a way to like collect your money in a safe place. You know where it's at and you can kind of keep tabs on it and see what different coins you're putting in, what different bills you're putting in. And along the way, you can kind of watch your money grow at home. And then you got your wallet. That's why you keep your little $25, your little $20. That's your spending money. So when you go to the store, we let him purchase stuff. And he didn't got to the point now. He didn't got smart like, well, okay, if I'm going to go buy a toy, well, take me to the Dollar Tree, daddy, because I can get five toys for the price of what I would have got. Not even a whole toy at Walmart. So just take me there then, daddy, because then I can get five things and then I still have some money left over. So when I want, when we stop at the store on the way home, I can give me a little dessert too, because I like to get a snack. So like, like teaching your kids how to just purchase stuff, how money works, how deals work, how coupons work, like just the basics, the shit they used to teach you at home ec, but now home ec ain't in schools. You know what I mean? I think that's super important. I love that you touched on that face, like the importance of like not just holding it to our generation, but like making sure that kids are growing up, understanding like what the value of a dollar is, how to use it, how to operate within a financial system and use it to your benefit at an early age. So by the time they get to be an adult, they're making less mistakes and, and able to make more gains at an early age. That's real. I love when my kids go to the store and look for sale. My oldest, she, third she sent me a Christmas list with the sale price. You feel me? I like that type of shit because my kids are in the mindset of financial literacy and financial value. They see the value in a dollar, but they also say, okay, I want this, but this call the same price as this. I can get this for this price. The same thing as that. Same thing I can do. Because most adults have a hard time getting that concept. But most kids are in the concept of, I want the biggest, the brand newest, this, this, this. But once you get your kids in the, in the mindset of money don't grow on trees, money is a real thing. You feel me? Like I got to earn my money. My kids work. You feel me? If I'm not at my regular job, I door dash. Who don't like extra money? I capitalize on y'all laziness. Someone yeah. bringing you food, you lazy ass don't want to go get. But guess what? My kids gonna go get. They're gonna go inside and get the food. They gonna bring it to the car. I'm gonna bring it to you. So we are gonna split that. So I can have them knowing the value of earning a dollar. You feel me? I was working since I was 14. Started mine yeah, at 13. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? Right now, at my age, I've been working more than 20 something. How many people 10 years older than me can say that? No, nah, y'all can't because y'all work to take your retirement. I could have been retired. When I get to retirement age, I'll be way past the years. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I've been paying Social Security since I was 14. Like, I'm 20 years in with that. My right. kids are going to value the dollar, baby. We need to teach our kids, man. 
Black Lives Matter. Yeah, they do. <laughs> but it starts here. Yeah. You gotta unlock your mind for anything else can move. This gotta work. This gotta work. You can be as woke as you want, but y'all still woke as shit and broke as shit at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Be awake with some money in your hand, some lucrative money in your hand. Get some residual income coming in. You don't know what residual income coming in means? Money keep coming back to itself. It works for itself. Keep that passive keep income. In. You, you sit on your ass and coming. the money continues to generate whether you're doing anything or not. Yeah. That's the goal behind us doing this right here is to let this be the main thing. Everybody, there's a lot of people who do this podcast and just, just to do even We started out just to do it, but our goal, the end goal, is to make this what we do for fun and a living. Because if you can find something that's lucrative for you, that you enjoy too, you've mastered the game. Indeed. Most people find something lucrative for them that they despise, they hate, it's stressful, it gives them anxiety, i.e. me and Pat. You feel like, I hate, I hate going to getting up going to work. You feel me? I used to break down on the way to work and like have crying fits, shaking fits, all this shit, just the anxiety of going into a building because I don't want to deal with the bullshit. Well, that I couldn't deal with it. It's just mentally, it's, it's something up here that wouldn't click with that. It didn't feel right with your spirit, man. Me. You feel me? Like, and that's it. I had to find something that I enjoy doing that was also lucrative. I'm really happy right now. Sure, we have the store, we have the podcast, I have the dog thing. I have a lot of avenues of revenue that I'm trying to play off. And that's what we need. But at the same time, I'm happy in each instant. And, and that's just makes the thing. Here. And here I know what you say. I don't want people to get it yeah. fucked up. Like, that shit ain't like we trying to advocate you chasing like you got to be rich. I don't really feel that. Like, I don't look at it like you got to be mm-hmm. wealthy to be happy. But I do know that, like, living in the society we live in, you need a certain amount of money, no matter what your lifestyle. If you want to live a minimalist lifestyle, $10,000 might be your happiness mark. For $10,000, you might be able to purchase everything you can, but you still need a way to get that $10,000. So when we talk about financial literacy, we were talking about being able to use the money that you do need for whatever lifestyle you personally love that's going to make you content and peace and have peace in your heart and be able to take care of your family the way you want to, however that is. Like, how to maximize that and make that last pass just like, I did this for a year, and then next year I'm back to the point where, like, money is stressing me, like, for me, like right now, like I'm not rich by any means. I'm far from, but I'm at my personal, like when I was growing up and I had dreams of bit like a lot of people dreamed of like having jobs or dreamed of being this and that. Like I dreamed of being a dad and a husband. Like, so like, this is my ideal life. Like I have two cars, I have a home, I have a home with stairs. So I got an upstairs and downstairs. I have a man area. I have all of the things that in my head meant success i have a wife a healthy relationship i have a son i'm a good dad like i'm i'm really complete at this point it's me trying to figure out how do i now eliminate the other things outside of that parameter that cause me stress and maximize the longevity of me being able to keep this ideal situation going. so you know what i mean and i think that's that should be the goal like financial literacy shouldn't be like I'm trying to outdo everybody because then that's when you get stuck into those mentalities. I'm chasing the dollar instead of chasing happiness. Like chase happiness and the dollar will come. Like you will eventually, even if you're never like mega wealthy, you will be at a point where you will find that your bills are paid. You're able to live a lifestyle that makes you happy and you're able to take care of the people that you want to take care of. But you're chasing happiness, which means that your inner spirit stays good. And I think that's what Face was saying, like, basically, like, like, don't 
don't ever get it twisted. You know what I'm saying? Like we we love financial literacy, but I think the biggest thing that I've talked about this year and that we really stressed as a collective is like making sure your mental and your heart is right. Like get that spiritual health right, that mental health right, so that you feel good every day. Cause it don't make no sense to be rich as fuck. Everybody in your your family, wealthy as hell, you taking care of the world, but you're miserable every day. You can't even enjoy the fact that you're taking care of the people you love. You can't even enjoy the yachts and the mansions and all of that. Like I'd rather be at a good place, but be happy every day. Like wake up genuinely excited to get up in the day. Cause like the things in my life are at least the things that make me content. Like I have things set up in a way that I can feel great about it. And that's- I'd say the happiest I've been in the past few years and when I was employed by myself, you feel me? I was at home when I needed to be at home. I got to see the kids when I got to see the kids. Some people that don't mean shit, but it means a lot to me because the first eight years of my oldest life, I was at work damn near 24 7. You feel me? I miss countless birthdays. I miss countless because her birthday is right around the corner of Christmas. Those are blackout days. You can't take no time off. So fuck me. So being able to watch these kids grow and just form their personalities and form the bonds with them, that meant the world to me. I was happy as this shit. You feel me? Sure, who don't want to be out getting the bread like they want to? It's 95, whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm employed myself. I was employed by myself. You feel me? So every dollar I got, I earned. It was no vacation pay. It was none of that. It was get your ass up early in the morning, go get that money, come back, do what you do, pay these bills. And that was it. Some people that stressful. I was the happiest I've been in a long, long time. I had found my niche. I found my groove. I could be in my own little zone. You feel me? I, I, I worked the same hours I was working a job. I put my 10 hours in doing what I was doing. Came home, cool. Won't do nothing illegal because I ain't going to backslide and do nothing stupid. But I was employed. I employed myself. You know, got to pay taxes on what I was doing. So when that poem come in January, I'll be getting that money too. But my thing is, like my brother said, find your happiness in what you do. Yeah. As long as you're smart and planning like you should with your financial education, that happiness and that find that heart happiness, mental happiness, and financial happiness will all line up and it will to come together and form a triangle, a pyramid, the strongest thing. You feel, you feel me? Like, come on, we keep bringing it back there, man. Bring them sides together. Financial, mental, and health. Let's go. Indeed, man. The triangle. The pyramid, the symbol of the partners. Y'all already know this all about the strong instructions. But you get that, you get that mind and that spirit right and that body right. Like, the finances, the family, all that other stuff is starting to work because you are your best self. So you're able to give everything. When you when you struggling on the inside, like it's hard to give anything because everything is like an extra lift. And, and I think like that's the place I'm at now. Like I, I've gotten to a place of like Zen where I've accepted. Like that's it. Damn, come on, epiphany. That's it. It's accepted. You happiness is accepted. So when you're chasing happiness, you're really chasing a place of being able to accept everything in your life. And that's the hard part, like getting there. But if you can get there to where like you have accepted what you do and it makes you and you've accepted your family life and it makes you consent and you've accepted your social life and it makes you content and you've accepted your finances and they make you you've accepted your living situation and it makes you content. like that acceptance allows you the peace to be happy. But you got to get there. And I think financial freedom allows you to get there a little bit. Like, like again, I ain't rich, but the fact that I ain't stressing about bills no more allows me the mental clarity to be able to now deal with 
anxiety and get back to a pace of being whole. It allows me to deal with, oh, well, this emergency popped up and I don't break now because I can, I got to focus enough to be able to deal with that as opposed to being so burdened by this, this bill that I can't pay or this, oh man, my light's about to be off or this mortgage I can't pay. So I think that's the key to finance. Like if you don't learn nothing else this year, my pod, my pod squatters, use it to find that, that peace. Cause, and, and, and peace has a different number for everybody. So don't get stuck on like, I have to be a millionaire or a billionaire or a trillionaire. It may for you, you may be a uh, 10,000 there, but for what you, cause I, uh, shout out to this lady name. Uh, y'all, she done been up on the panel before. Sometimes I get carried away. Her name's uh-huh. like Carrie Ann, but uh, I, she lives like this more minimalist lifestyle as far as like her housing. Like she, she's a single. So she lives in a smaller house, like, and she does all this shit by purpose. So she use her money for other things. And for her, like that piece is like, it, she ain't no billionaire, but she lives the lifestyle that makes her happy. And that's the shit I'm, I'm looking at. Like I, we should all get there. Like if 40,000 gives you what you need, then find a way to maximize that 40,000 and build it longevity wise. Like, so that for the rest of your life, you can hit that 40,000 mark and stay in that place of comfort peace. If it's a hundred thousand then put your work to that, like, and it starts with small steps. Like, Bill Gates didn't build Microsoft overnight. Steve Jobs didn't build Apple overnight. Mark Zuckerberg didn't build Facebook overnight. It started with like small steps and then increments they built onto the last thing that they did. And then they look up 20 years down the line and they have this empire or, you know, 10, 15 years down the line, they had this empire. So, you know, stick with us. That's what the partner's about to do. You know, this is only year two, baby. I'm glad I stuck with Tesla on my, on my stock. I'm telling you, see? And that, and, that, and that has been a constant growing like, <clears throat> My uncle has flipped that stock so many times to the point where like, that's one of his strongest things in his portfolio. And it came from just starting with like a little bit here and there as he got paid and you just build up and build up. And then next thing you know, that investment that you put that little bit of time and effort into every week, you look up and it then grown into that fruitful thing. It's like, it's like a child. Your money should be like a child. Like you put... Whatever you invest into your child, that's what that's the adult they're going to grow into. Like, I, I look at all of the successful adults, all of the adults that I respect and love in my life. They all had great parenting where parents were highly invested, put a lot of work into it. And it wasn't perfect every day, but they continuously grew on top of the last thing. And now this adult is out here in the world that ain't doing great. So I think that treat your money like that. Like, you, it ain't got to be perfect every day. You're going to take some losses along the way. But if you're consistent... You just take them little increments, the little baby steps, little baby steps, little baby steps. Financial happiness is not a monolith. Come on now. Just realize that. We always say black people are not a monolith. We condition ourselves, not just black people, all Americans. We've all conditioned ourselves to see financial happiness as the same exact thing. It's not a monolith. Yeah. To each his own on every level, man. That ain't, ain't in the Bible, but to each his own, it's just as hard as I for an eye, be good to number. To each his own. You your own competition. You don't have to comp- compete with John, Dick, and Barry. Compete John, Dick, and Larry. Not yeah, Tom, like, Dick, and Harry, but John, Dick, and Larry. <laughs> Who the hell is Larry? Lawrence Fishburne. My thing is, compete with yourself. You know what you made for a Saturday last year? Attempt to do better this year. <clears throat> That's your goal. You feel me? Set your own personal goals based on you. Don't look at Jay-Z and be like, I'm going to be a millionaire like Jay-Z. No, that may not be in your capabilities and you may feel like you're failing when you're really winning in your own zone. 
Look at yourself financially with realistic eyes. Set your realistic financial goals and slowly but surely gain on top of gain on top of gain. But like my brother said, it takes work. It ain't easy. But nothing in life is worth doing is ever easy. Just look off the face. No lies detected. Smell yourselves, motherfucker. Yeah. Self-motivation, self-elevation, self-liberation. It never went nowhere. I may stop talking about it, but it's always ever-present. The principles are there at all times. Smell your motherfucking self. Yeah, I'm right. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, when you when you were talking about your son and wallets earlier, I, it reminded me. I did see that new wallet he gave you for Christmas. That shit. Yeah, that's not that's that shit. shit. That shit is fly, man. I love that shit, man. And, and it's funny, yo. It's so, like, man, my son's so fucking dope, man. Like, he is the most thoughtful person ever. Like, he literally, he, I hadn't said nothing at all by what I needed. But he was with his mom, and she was out buying her gifts for me. And he was like, that's perfect. Now, mind you, I, again, I hadn't said nothing to him. Now, he's already bought the wallet. The wallet's already in the house. They didn't already did their little sneaky shit where they done wrapped it up. I don't know this at the time, but it's already under the tree. Like, I can already see all my gifts under the tree at this point. So uh, we at the store, and he's like, Daddy, why you don't ever bring your wallet in the store? You know, you told me a uh, man should already have his wallet on him. I was like, well, my wallet is uh, pretty bad off, son. I done had my past wallet. I done been through a few car accidents. and uh, Yeah, my, my wallet don't hold nothing no more, son. If I put anything in my wallet, it fall right out into my pocket, son. So I just been uh, waiting until I buy myself a new wallet. My kid done already observed this shit on his own. Like, man, yo, like, mm. this kid is the, the, the dopest kid ever, man. I, I've never... I, 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 he's the upgrade, man. <laughs> yeah, that wallet is fucking amazing, man. It's this beautiful leather. It, it's like, oh man, it's amazing, dude. Got got the got 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 the Jesus cross on there, so you know that touched my heart because you know me and him be getting our prayers in, and it meant a lot to me. Yeah, man, my my son dope, man. But yeah, that's cool. You got Jesus watching over your money, so that that's that's bruh, pretty safe, bruh. If my shit don't <laughs> multiply this year, something wrong, man. You feel me? But yeah, um. It's already working though. Like I said, I got a special bonus coming from the job that I had not realized to drop up <laughs> on New Year's Eve. God, thank God Almighty, uh, which is beautiful because I want about I want about a wife a new stove for her birthday. So that's right on time. That's what's up. Yeah. So you would have a bonus drop like it's a mixtape. Yes, man. And while we just talking this random talk, if you live out there and you're a pod squatter and you have not invested, are we talking about smart investing? Invest in a fucking air fryer. What my wife want for Christmas? Man, shit has changed our life in, in, in just a few days. Um, oh my fuck, God, you cook anything in that shit. And it takes like takes like three to 15 minutes and whatever you wanted is ready for you, cooked to perfection with a beautiful crisp on the outside and a juicy inside. And it's just amazing. Pause on, I don't know how that sounded, but shit, it's amazing, man. Um, If you have not entered the air fryer life, whether you get the big boy, you know, get the big boy seven quarter or you get the little ones. Get you an air fry. Yeah. This shit is amazing. I yeah. did not know, but I, I am. Yes. Every day I man. think about the inventor of the air fryer. Man, that shit is amazing. I've been looking at that shit for the past like year and a half, two years. You know, since the pandemic hit, I've seen a lot of people talking about them. But I was like, you know, I don't really get the big deal, but I get the big deal. Yes. Air fries are the shit. Now, I bought it for my wife, but I have definitely enjoyed it probably more than she. Uh, <laughs> chicken for Christmas. Yeah, chicken for Christmas dinner. Put that right in the air fryer. Love that. If it's a choice between using the air fryer and the stove, if I turn the stove on, the wife's like, turn that shit off. The air fryer's right there. 
Yeah, my my wife was so happy. She was like, <laughs> all of the other mothers and wives have had it for so long. Thank you. You now I can show my face again. I was like, oh, I had no idea. Had you let me know sooner, I did not know. Oh I'm so God. glad I you can now go amongst your, your your peers again and be be respected. I had her out here looking like she a Broncos fan like me when it talk come to talking football, man. It was like. I, I didn't know I had her out here in the obscure table. I got her back at the. I got her back with the cool kids, man. Fellas, if you don't know, get your wife an air fryer if she ain't got one. She will thank you. Trust me. Didn't the Broncos lose the other day? Uh, we might have. You know, we all good. Man, no he fight. rolled in like the evil I genius. I mean, but, 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 but this the funny part though. Do we want to compare records this year? Because I noticed you and Jews been real quiet this year. It's been real silent from both of y'all this year. It's been a whole lot of talking the other year, but it's been real quiet from them terrible town motherfuckers this year. So I'm just saying, if we want to talk, we can talk about who, who got the better record and all of that good stuff. I ain't tripping. I ain't tripping. I mean, we can pull up the AFC rankings real quick, you know, if, if we if we really want to talk, you know. We could pull up the AFC rankings from the past few years since y'all lost Antonio Brown and we really want to talk. I, I'm just saying, I don't want to get too deep in it, but I know, you know, yeah, we ain't looking too different right now. So I, I don't really see the difference, but y'all got a Hall of Fame quarterback. We got a bunch of replacements and we're still looking pretty fucking even. He's at the end of his road, man. Can we, can we, can we not do this? I don't think we want to talk football on there. I think we both want to be quiet and let these people who got winning records this year, you know, shine. We but can that's agree. just me. That's that. just me, you know. <laughs> we, we can agree on that. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Bron- Neither the Broncos nor the Steelers got air fried. <laughs> we all, they all at the, the lame kids club this year. Yeah. We'll be back. But um, yeah, I don't got nothing else in the random talk, but I will say, man, I don't smell nothing coming on my air fryer, but I do smell that it's that time. Oh, I got one thing. Oh, hold on. I might have been smelling it. I got one thing. Hit me. I got one thing. I got one thing before you look at that watch. Now, I was watching the, um, the I forgot the real name of Mad Pop and shit. That, um, his shit. The, my expert opinion. Shit. Yeah. So I don't know if it was a new episode or an old episode, but they was having a, I think it was an old episode, something not too old, but they were discussing the black community, right? And they were talking policing it. And one guy, ex-con, he was arguing the point. And he froze. He don't trust no cops. That he don't want to- Hold on, hold on. No Run that back. He froze he for a second. He was, he was- He was discussing, Um, they were discussing police in the black community. And he had one dude on the panel, he was, um for ex-con, ex um ex dealer. And to his um to his side, he was like, I don't ever want to hear nobody say it is no good cop. They, I see him as all the same thing. But me listening to his his statement, he was like, I don't have no time to what's the word he said? I don't have no time to try to distinguish between good ones and bad ones. Mm-hmm. That's the same mindset bad cops have. They don't have the time to distinguish between the good ones and the bad ones. So they didn't shoot all of them. You feel me? It's yeah. the same mindset. So if you're sharing the same mindset with the thing you hate, aren't you aligning yourself with that exact thing you hate? What, yeah. what, what's your real rationale? You, your rationale is, is really, you, you trapped your own mind in the mind of your enemy because the same thought process you have now, they have. So you have no time to distinguish between the good and the bad, but you get mad at them for not distinguishing between the good and the bad. 
And that's why you have the stance that you have because they don't have no chance, don't have no time to distinguish. So it's like an entendre after an entendre, but the real truth of the matter is we all truly have time to distinguish because before we go into a situation, we already see the elements in a situation. It's all about a choice we make. To me, we all make a choice. Police make a choice. Black folks make a choice. Whatever color you are, or race, I should say, because we're not colors. We, it's just pigment on our skin. We don't choose it. Make a choice. If you can you can choose to make your good choice or bad choice. Now, me personally, I've made bad choices, but my bad choices have not led me down an extreme bad road. I was smart enough to get out where it was need be. Now, those who have made bad choices and didn't get out where need be, I feel that your viewpoint on the other side of the law or those who are chosen to enforce the law, excuse me, is like that because of the decision you chose to make. Right. You go against that. So in essence, you made someone who defends the law your automatic enemy by choosing to break the law. Right. Now, we all have made our decisions for whatever reason we have, good or bad. You may have done something to provide for your family, and that's why you made the decision you had. You, you chose me. You may did something just because you wanted more money, and you were just, fucking, I just want to, I just want to, because I'm money. You may have, as they say, jumped off the porch just to be like everybody else. But whatever your decision was, it was a decision that was made. Yeah, I want people to start being more responsible for their decisions because this is your decision that was made. The counteract to your decision should not mold your mindset. Your mindset should already be molded before you made your decision. Before I choose to step forth in any arena, I need to know about that arena. I need to know my pros, my cons, my good, my bad, what may happen, what may not happen. Because if I don't, whatever happens is my fault, not somebody else. See, I don't think that mentality comes from not not knowing, like not knowing what the dangers are, not assessing everything before you step into it. I think that mentality comes from not accepting. Like you are good with the parameters of things when they're working for you. I'm not caught. I'm not involved with the police. They're not on to me. Everything is working fine. I'm making good money, whatever, whatever. It's working. I'm good with it. It's when people get caught that all of a sudden that the police are bad and all of this. And it's because like now they're stopping what you wanted to do. And I think that, yeah, you got to be responsible for like, if you're going to go down that route, like it would anything, like if I go and I decide I'm going to be busting nuts off, I got to know that uh, my wife probably going to get pregnant. I may want to start preparing for a child. Yeah. I'm using, I might use a rubber and everything, but Rubber's bust, shit happens. Like there's a, a calculated risk to that. So I need to assess it. But I think most people, that's the problem. They they take the risk, they've calculated it, but then they can't accept it when said risk actually happens. And that's where the problems come from. Because then people start trying to take blame to something else other than themselves. And it starts in childhood, man. I believe the adults with that mindset, when they break the law, they have that same mindset in childhood because we all know people. We all have heard children as adults say, man, that teacher did this and this and this. This person don't like me. You gave me this grade. You yeah. earned it. Your decision was to do this. You chose that answer. You earned that grade. People have gotten out of the mindset of earning and getting what you deserve. People think because you participate you in something you're supposed to get recognized for. You don't deserve shit. You don't get shit. If you ain't shit, you ain't shit. You don't, don't go to work, you don't get a check. That, that ain't how the world works. Don't walk around thinking you the shit when you really ain't shit. Get your ass off your shoulder and get a reality check. I, I'm reformed. Y'all think I'm smoking, but I'm smoking CBD. So I'm, I'm in a different mind frame than normal. So I'm, I'm ready this week. 
I'm giving y'all some shit. I'm rare. Juice, I'm rare. This is rare air. I'm rare this week, man. I'm giving y'all some juice. I'm coming to the sequel of 2020, 2020 real quick. 2020 Yo, part two. That is a shirt, nigga. I'm rare. <laughs> I'm rare. Coming out soon. I'm rare, bitch. <laughs> I'm really, that is hilarious. But looking at my role, it's about that time. It's about that time. It's about that time. Wait a minute. It's about that time. Let me get some orange juice. <laughs> it's about that time. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm about to roll it. He done left. He done ran away. It got so scary because it's about that time, y'all. It's about that time, y'all. It's about it's that time. time. And if you a real pop spotter, you already know what time it is. Y'all know what time it is. It's time for Jeez. us to get into the, the, the good episode 58. 58, big baby. The last one of the year, last one of 2021, season two. Good and fuckery. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm going to start the good and fuckery out with a warning for people that's living out Chesapeake, preferably the people in Western Branch here. Um, there's four bears spotted in the in a in a tree in Chesapeake. Did they just up there in the tree? <laughs> <laughs> I say, a neighbor got a surprise in the tree next door to her when she woke up on Monday. She spotted four bears in a in a tree on Bruin Drive, which is near Western Branch High School in Chesapeake. Um, the resident, Tracy Abbott, told News 3, these bears were in the neighbor's tree as, as a Monday morning. Um, I'm a little concerned because they, because when they come down, what are they going to go? Is our to street, your house. <laughs> right to your house. <laughs> is that street going to stay blocked off the entire time? Wonder Abbott, who has four small dogs she's keeping inside, is animal control going to camp out here until it's time? Because they're afraid to just try to force them down because then they might attack. Man, they try to get like, some darts. Into like the bears just come down and on their own. <laughs> so it could be a smooth transition <laughs> and everything. But they better dart them bears now because the longer them bears sit up in that tree, the hungrier them bears gonna get. You don't want no hungry ass bears coming down. You better get up, you better get them up out there now. Because <laughs> they come down, uh, it's gonna be some attacking for real. Um, I, I blame the climate change. I did not I, see I blame, that coming. I, I, I bears in the trees in Chesapeake. Yeah, I definitely blame global, um, global warming because ain't, ain't they supposed to be hibernating right now? I don't know, but it ain't that cold outside. Because right now I'm in the seven five seven right now, and it's uh pretty warm. Every animal is confused. Shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm still seeing gnats and mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Here one day on the next. Here one day they confused like shit too. They're like, man, when the fuck is winter time? My God, dang. <laughs> I thought we were supposed to be sleeping, mama. Well, shit, man. We gotta wait a few because it ain't cold yet. Where's your snow? Up. Shut up and get up in this tree for these humans. The, the grandpa bears talking to the baby bears like, I remember snow. Y'all mm-hmm. might not know nothing about it. but It we used to reach below 40 degrees. Y'all see and that's why we this sleep sweltering so sun. Y'all get us good But the sun is out, so. <laughs> I was now, ice skating where you motherfucker. Y'all don't hard time. Y'all did We're supposed the, uh, to be sleeping right now, but we can't sleep because it's not cold. Dusty Roads hard times promo to the <laughs> to the baby bear. I know hard times. Hard times is we. 
<laughs> Grandpa Bear, I didn't sound like he about to fight Ric Flair for the championship belt. Hard times, baby. Hard times. I know them hard times. <laughs> it is hard times for the bee and for the bears, man. Bees going extinct. They don't know where to get the honey and everything. It's it's the bees no hard times. Ric Flair put them through hard times. He took food off my plate. Hard times is when that cold worker can't get a job because a robot done took his job. And the cold hard times is when they shut the auto factories workers job down. That's hard times when these bees can't get no sleep in their nest. And when these bears can't hibernate in their cage. That's hard times. And Ric Flair, I'm coming for you, baby. Hard times. I'm sorry. I don't know. That, that big that, shit I got. that has nothing to do with nothing. I'm sorry. I don't okay. know. But in my mind, when you said you crap up out there and talk to y'all, just don't know. I saw snow. It's hard time. I don't know why. I'm sorry. People that's listening, I'm sorry. If you're not a wrestling fan, none of the past minute or two is going to make any sense to you. But my wrestling fans out there, that shit is Google Dusty Rose. Google Dusty Rose, hard times. Weird. <laughs> Cochise hat on his head. What? <laughs> Look like he got dressed up. Cochise. You know, he used to have that hat. Like, he used to dress like he's in the 70s, but it was the 80s at the time. He, he didn't have no hat on. He had on a, a cheap looking suit with the big lapels, and he had the, the gold watch on, baby. And he had just hey, came hey. back from having his arm broken by the nature boy and the four horsemen, baby. And he was ready to come back. Cause Ric Flair had taken food out of his children's mouth and it was hard times. He didn't, Ric Flair didn't know them hard times. See, baby, <laughs> Dusty Road, no hard times. On <laughs> a name like Dusty, <clears throat> that lisp. I'm sorry, yo, this ain't gonna make no sense to nobody, but I enjoyed well, sure. that. Since we're still on, since we'll fucking keep this in the loop of it. Hey y'all, Tecumseh put dick in burger. <laughs> Where's my orange juice, man? <laughs> Why? That has nothing to do with nothing. Why? Because this nigga said something about Comanche and some shit. So I thought the cups. <laughs> that nigga said Cochise, not Comanche. Oh, well, shit. Now we're here. <laughs> Where we go? <laughs> oh, man. Inside joke for y'all. Oh God! Y'all have seen our left before. Y'all get Pat, <laughs> Pat, Pat, reel us back into the good and fucking replace because I don't even. I, I'm not even sure the origin spot of this one this time. <laughs> we were talking about bears. before before Dusty Roads. I'm lost. Hard <laughs> we times, and then we went to the cups and put Nickenberg. Oh yeah. Um. By line, if you oh, look out for the bears that's in the trees because they're supposed to be asleep and they don't know what to do now because Ches- global Chesapeakeans. Because of global warming. Watch out for pulling them, man. Chesapeake. Yo, you out there. You out there in these streets. Hey, boo-boo boy. <clears throat> um, so um we don't I don't I don't know if we're doing a face to screen, but I um a movie recommendation, uh Don't Look Up. That was a funny movie. I started watching that other movie. It was uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence. She's the one that played like Mystique and X-Men and Katniss and Hunger Games and whatever. But uh, 
I don't know if Ted's going to be into it, but yeah, it's about uh, a rock in space crashing down on Earth and nobody really giving a fuck about it. <laughs> and, and I thought it was so apropos that I just bring it up. But the people a- in that movie feel about how I feel about it. Yep, I don't give a fuck. I'm sorry. Yep, yep. And I actually like them as actors, but I ain't heard shit about it, so I don't care. No, it's a, it's a lot of great actors. I ain't about to fake the funk no more in 2022, man. I my, my this 38 is break. I can feel it starting like that. I don't give a fuck. Me to the what up? Just another level. I I, <laughs> I don't know why. Like I, I was so invested into the Bears, but for some reason. When you said Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> Tyler Perry's in it. Meryl Streep is the president. Uh, Jonah Hill is her son, who's also secretary of state. Um, it's, it's, it's pretty random. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence starts That sounds like a bad casserole. That's just too much shit mixed together. Yeah, you got Medea and Meryl Streep mm-hmm. with and, Jonah uh, Hill? Like, what? Put this cast together, man. All over the place. What is Jennifer happening? Lawrence starts off reciting verse <laughs> from Wu Tang Clan. Ain't nothing to fuck with. She <laughs> recites Inspector Deck's verse in the first couple of minutes of the movie, and it's exactly how I expect regular white people to recite verses from the Wu Tang Clan. But um, yeah, it was funny. Um, you got a long ass gray hair in the middle of your goatee. I do. Actually, I got it's like four of them in there. <laughs> I'm sorry, I I'm all over the yeah. Look, man, I drank a beer tonight, so um, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. Rare. I'm I'm all, I've been off meds for a couple of days, so I, I'm in I'm in rare air right now. I'm in rare form, like faith. I don't know what's happening, but between 38 this beer and not being on meds no more, whoo, it's gonna be a lot for y'all. So God bless y'all, people who gotta listen to this. But um, I'm gonna pray for y'all. <laughs> It's hilarious. We'll pray for y'all. Last good and fuckery of the year, y'all. Last episode of the year. <laughs> I don't know why I just flicked nobody off. I don't even know why I flicked the audience off. I'm sorry. I don't even know what that had. That was past tears coming out the heart. Everyone. <laughs> just felt like a real cool thing to do at the moment as far as the visual of it. But then I ain't think about like the fact that it's going to come off like I'm flicking people off instead of me just throwing up like and I'm in a cool picture. And then it's just, don't worry about it. We're going to move hey, You just look like a rock star. It'll be all right. Um, yeah. um Next on movie news. But don't look up, y'all. If y'all want a movie, you ain't going to give a fuck about. Or watch, don't look up. <laughs> That's what I got from the synopsis. Did I miss up? Yeah, <laughs> And I thought you was going to hype me up for it. And then you was like, yeah, so it's about a big rock and people don't give a fuck. And uh, <laughs> so nah, I wish you had your reaction. Tells me, about, tells me what I need yeah, to know. It's like some real, it's, based, it's supposed to be based on true events. and tra- Like, because motherfuckers don't give a fuck about an asteroid that's supposed to hit the earth. Like, motherfuckers don't give a fuck on real, on real. Like, yeah, one, a, one was coming close a few years ago and they ended up, it ended up going by the business. It's, it's, it's like idiocracy. Yeah. Oh. I yeah. like idiocracy. Yeah, it's that's, like that. That's a fucking documentary, right? See, that's how you should have started. Is now you're getting me so I like idiocracy. I'm a funny movie. Mm. That's a funny documentary. Yeah, I, I think Jonah it does Hill's have a like lot of Trump realistic themes in it, like Trump Jr. or something. And Meryl Streep is like a female Trump, yeah, pretty much in the movie. And they try to politicize it because she got some kind of scandal going on. It's crazy. I'm gonna check it out then. I'll check it out because you said it's like idiocracy. Mm-hmm. 
See, you got to hit me with them buzzwords that catch me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm like a toddler. My attention span low. You got to hit me. Well, if you don't catch me, you lost me. You started um, off with Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence, that girl from Katniss, and I. <laughs> she won't. She um, won't good in them in them X Men movies. And with Steve nah, as well, uh, those X Men movies. Didn't she play? did she play Phoenix too? No, she played Mystique. Who was it that played Phoenix in the last? Uh, I, I, the Phoenix still, movie. I think it was her. No, I she got know. killed by the Phoenix. She got killed by the girl that played the Phoenix because she was. Um, he's Mystique. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. no, that was Sophie Turner. They all, you know, yeah. they all, they all start looking like. Yeah, I didn't want to say, but yeah. <laughs> it's like I can't never figure out which one is Natalie Portman or Kira Knightley. Like they look exactly they tell mm-hmm. apart. I also can't tell apart what's the lady. Uh, uh, they, they the girl. They was in Star. They was in Star Wars. It was the girl that was married that was messing with Anakin, Luke Skywalker, dad, mama, basically. Um, Padme. And then yeah, it was her. Yeah. It was her, it was her body double, but they look just alike. Okay. And then uh, yeah. it's another two that look alike. It's the, the lady with red hair. One of them played in Mad Men, and the other one be in some movies, but they look just alike too. To tell the part. Okay. So it's, it's a few actresses like that. I don't be knowing the actors, man. I just know their characters, just like um, every other black person in the world. <laughs> it's very rare for me to know motherfuckers' name in real life, so I don't be knowing movie people' names even. I, I know what they play in. I can describe them for you. But I, uh, I, I would say one thing that did catch my attention was the new Batman trailer. And I think I'm a little bit more excited for the Batman movie than the, the Spider-Man. The new Batman, that's the Robert Pattinson. Yeah. And yeah, is this a reboot? Um, Is this like a another, new original telling of Batman? Man, or yeah, is this like a continuation from Ben Affleck? It don't have or... to do with any other, other Batman. It's kind of like the Dark Knight series or whatever, how they got that that's like their own little Batman. It's like everybody got their own version. I don't know what the beef W like what well, one of the 90s, it was only one of everything. This but it was one of everything. The more the more I look at the trailers, the more I like. I I'm 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 kind of digging this. It's looking like it's pretty action packed. Um just in general or whatever. So I, Batman I feel like has entered the realm for me that Spider Man is I ain't watching them. It's been too many of them. I'm good. I got the ones I'm like, I'm done. I just wish they would like do more of like, if they're going to do a movie with Batman, it's like make it like one of the actual like series, like like the storylines, like the major storylines. Like if you're going to do Batman, do like the- I want them to stop doing Batman. Like how many Batman movies do we need? Like it's other characters. I'd rather people start going like they do with Guardians of the Galaxy. Shit like they like finds characters that- the average person may not be familiar with and give me a new story. Like, I know Batman. I got it. I got it. Come on, man. Uh, give me a villain movie. I take that too, but just something new. Like, I, I don't want to keep saying the same story. They use that as a cash cow so they can make the other movies. So when they do introduce their characters or whatever, it doesn't work out. They at least have something else to fall back on. But oh, I know why they do it. I just it just makes me not care more and more. Like now, I don't want to see the more Batman movie. So now you've lost a viewer, just like Spider Man did. You did. You overdid it. Give me a second. No, no, I want a second. A what? Give me a penguin movie. Give me the penguin. I watch his movie. I rock with all the penguins in the new um in the new Batman. He's kind of gangster in that movie. He looks kind of gangster in this new Batman movie. But I I'll think never they see it. Make a penguin series. I never uh, see it. Tell me about it. 
the the Bengals series. I, like, they just no, tell me about the movie because I'm not watching this shit. I'm done. Oh, man, I'm, I'm exhausted. I, I've reached Batman exhaustion. All right, bring back Black Man. Let's you can't really movie. tell the story. To bring me. back Black Man. Bring back Black Man. Bring back Black Man. That was my superhero, Black Man, and Media bring back Media Man. Yes, here we go. Media and it was just rewrite, yes. rewrite Meteor Man yes. or whatever. Bring that back. Bring the Golden Lords back, man. I don't mean no harm. I'm Ooh. I'm good on any superheroes that ain't got powers no more. I'm done with that too. Give me a superhero if you can. Give me a superhero. Give me. An, I I don't want the nigga that's up the street that's real smart that got gadgets. Like, cause in real life they gonna get his ass whooped. I'm gonna fuck him up. I'm gonna fuck his rich ass up. I'm done with that. I don't want to see Gadget Man. I don't want to see Kick Ass Five. I don't want to see. The, the, no, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Don't give me the same fucking story, part seven. I, I'm done, man. Somebody create something new. I got a question for you. Now, what if they did a dark reboot of Inspector Gadget? Would you watch that? Yeah, because Inspector Gadget ain't been done out the wazoo. Like, I'm not anti-reboot completely. I'm more, I, I guess my thing is like, Everything when I say everything don't need a sequel, some things do need like a freshening up or a new take on it that fits contemporary society and stuff like that. Like, I do believe that I don't want to see shit that's overdone, I guess. It's more like I don't want another Superman movie because Superman has been done a million times. I don't want another Spider Man movie because it's been done a million times. I don't want another Batman movie. Like, give me more of the movies that have not been flushed out. Like, I like what they're doing with even the Marvel Universe where they're constantly influxing new characters that for a person like me that's a casual comic book fan, they're new stories that I haven't seen yet. It's not the same, like even, the, you know, like all stories have like, a, it's a limited amount of premises you can have in stories anyway. You got the hero's journey, you got the mystery, you got this, but give me a fresh character arc. Like I don't want to keep seeing the same people because Batman's character arc is what it is. It's, mm-hmm. it's oh, it, I don't care how gritty you make it. I don't care how corny you, or, or campy you make it. It's still the same basic story. Person, it's the same guy. Same with Spot. Like, give me somebody new. Like, if you're gonna go there, give me what's the little dude in from DC Comics that got the target on his forehead? Or am I making him up? Target man. I don't know. They talking about Bullseye. But sure, yeah, him. Give me a story about him. I don't know that much. Bull, about him. Bullseye, uh, Daredevil. Oh, well, shit, well, give me a bullseye story. Give me, uh, what's, I you don't know that much one. about DC Comics. Um, Give me a full cyborg movie. You got characters right there sitting there that you can go off of right now. You ain't even got to be like outlandish with it. Like, you've already introduced him in a group movie. Just give me his solo movie. I'd rather you do that than keep giving me Batman part 19,000. Like, it's the same overall story. He gets Batman, fights villain, he's rich, dad, mom dies, he's out for vengeance, he's scared of bat, so he now embraces the bat, he gets a cool car, he has cool gadgets, he fucks cool girls. Like, it's millionaire playboy philanthropist. I think... It's Iron Man part 92. I think this, uh, they made this, I think this Batman... This was made because somebody signed a contract a long time ago and they can't go out of that contract, even though it went into contract because they didn't know how far along the Snyderverse was going to be. To tell you the truth, the, the DC doesn't know what's going to work. Period. See, you they keep just telling me the why. I don't out. care the why. It's the what that I have a problem with. Mm-hmm. I just want them to stop. I don't give a damn why you're doing it. 
Just stop it. Mm. Stop it. Tell a friend. Well, well, that's enough on that. What's that? What's that? Michael Jordan mean? Uh, so stop it. <laughs> Just stop it. <laughs> well, speaking of stop it, um, next on the list, Snoop Dogg is telling a certain company to stop it with their um, their creation, Snoop on a stoop. I see. Snoop Dogg is taking legal. Is that like Elf on the Shelf, but they give you Snoop Dogg for Christmas? Yes, the Elf on the Shelf doll has become such a popular Christmas staple that it spurred one company to create Snoop on the Stoop after the famous rapper. However, Snoop isn't happy that a company has scooped him up and created a doll in his likeness. So he's creating, he's taking legal action. Uh, As well, he should. He put out on Twitter, I have no connection to the Snoop on the Stoop product and will be uh, taking legal action against those making it and whoever's selling it. As well you should, Snoop. I'm not mad at you for doing that. I need to figure out what is up with these random... And the doll looks stupid anyway. It does. I would not buy that and put that anywhere in my house. Somebody bought it. Somebody bought it. You about to take all that money though. I tell you who bought it. Niggas. Mm. I don't know, man. There's a lot of white people that like Snoop too. I can see them buying Niggas it. don't have a race. Oh, true. <clears throat> true. I also need to figure out what is up with these celebrities and these random monkey pictures they got. I think it has a, something to do with the NFT, but I've seen Snoop Dogg, Timbaland, and a couple of other um, random celebrities that on their avatars and um, like on their social medias, like Twitter, Instagram, is like a third eye monkey or something. And I think it has something to do with NFTs. But when I figure this out, third so eye monkey. Yeah, it's a it's a a three eye cartoon. Monkey? Yeah, it's a cartoon. Oh, I was like a eye right there in the middle. And I seen Timberland and I seen Snoop Dogg and a couple of other um celebrities with that monkey. I know it has something to do with NFTs. Is it uh, the three eyed monkey from um? Jimmy Neutron? No, it's not Jimmy. Jimmy Neutron. It's some random, random thing, and I, uh, I think it's a random NFT image or whatever. And I think somebody's selling those. But I'm seeing more and more celebrities doing it. Is it this? New. No. Um, just go to like you can look up. Um, just look up uh, Snoop Dogg Twitter right now, and you'll see his avatar. I'm about to. He don't have three eyes. He don't have three eyes. Though. The fuck Who? are you talking? About? He has giraffe. It's a monkey with giraffe skin and a camo head. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I've seen one and I've seen other ones. But they got that same, um, the way they draw draw the monkey, it's that same facial expression. It's a high monkey. Yeah. Man, what the hell are you talking about, Pat? He has that and Templin has that. And I'm just seeing monkeys. I'm seeing other celebrities. I just like, I just keep an eye on certain trends with celebrities and stuff like that. Cause I feel like it's something to do with like some type of NFT shit or something like that or whatever. But I'm seeing more and more people have it up there, whatever. Research event. That's what I'm looking up. I know I just, when I looked at his um his quote about the Snoop on the stoop, I noticed that he got that up there too. So that just caught my eye while I was reading it pretty much. Yeah. But yeah, I'll research it and I'll bring it right back to y'all here. So I wasn't even really on the list, but. Here's something else that's on the list. So TMZ has this picture, and supposedly it's Nicki Minaj running from a horse in Queens, New York, or whatever. They had, <laughs> they got this picture of of Nicki, and well, it, it's this. You can't really tell it's Nicki, but the outfit that 
they have up there with um, they showing Nikki in profile. He has pink hair and everything. And a person running from the horse in this camera pick, same outfit, same uh, yellow Jubilee from the X-Men jacket and pink hair or whatever. So I don't know what Nikki got going on. <laughs> but she got some fuckery going on with this <laughs> horse running <laughs> running from this horse in the middle of Queens. Well, that's hilarious. Yes. And Snoop Dogg, uh, to just follow up on that, and it is a T-based thing. It's uh, he's a part of the Board Monkey Board Eight Yacht Club or something, which is like part of some sandbox. And mm-hmm. That's one of the NFTs he's purchased. Oh, yeah. So and then they probably got Timberland on that jump and everything yeah, too. The board, he got a Board Monkey Kettle Club, and yeah, yeah, Snoop. Yeah, he all he, um, when you brought up the um the putting in coins for the metaverse and everything. I know he, yep. he got his own real estate in metaverse already. Yep. Him and Too Short. They are so. Um, I, gotta, I need to just wiggle my way in there in the metaverse. What the fuck you just say? Hmm? What the fuck you just say? <laughs> <laughs> I need to figure out a way to get into the, the metaverse. No, no, about somebody buying a universe or some shit like that. He bought real estate in the metaverse. He bought the metaverse um, is like the, virtual land. It's virtual social media that Mark Zuckerberg is setting up. If you Facebook and Instagram is going to the metaverse. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at Instagram now, when you log in and be like Instagram brought to meta. You by Meta, they done changed and like it's their new platform that they're gonna be turning their conglomerate into, and it's gonna be like an online digital place. So it's gonna be like you know in video games when you play like an RPG. And you got all of, it's like, you ever played that game called Skyrim? And it's like all of the people in there, it's like a living world or whatever. You can go around and buy stuff from people and all that. Well, these non-playable <coughs> characters, it's going to be like real, it's going to be like the World of Warcraft, but, or like Sims, the game Sims, but. Or the Matrix. Social media. Resurrection. <laughs> so people go, so people are selling like digital artworks for this online universe and digital clothing items for this online universe and digital real estate. And it's going to have a value when this thing launches. So people, a lot of entertainers and richer people are getting in early and buying these things. So when they release, you then can make money Blows off up. of it. Yeah. Like Bitcoin. So, okay. Comment yep. The- yep. Okay. So this ain't real shit. No, it's all online. Okay. So- it's like buying an outfit on a video game or when people buy like, like in Madden, when you buy like, oh, I'm going to buy this card and buy a new skill for this guy it's like video games it's like if you bought a it's, new skin for the wrestling game a new outfit that won't available to nobody else it's like that type of shit but this is how social media from them is going to be it's social media gta yeah yeah so why i don't know be- because they want to be the first one to do it before somebody else do it is it just it's another way to get money the way i see it is it looks new and shiny and, it, and people want to get onto it first because they figure that's going to be, you know, everybody want to be up on a new thing or whatever. So, yeah, what happens, so what happens when you have a major hack and somebody hacks the system or hacks the metaverse? And- Your shit gone. <laughs> Same thing that happens now. Mark Zuckerberg goes to Congress, says he don't give a fuck, and they keep mm-hmm. it rolling. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nothing. You lost your shit. That's that's the risky Which thing. Which is why I'm telling everybody to get the meta coins and then when they actually release that shit, sell. I'm gonna give me a meta bank. It's gonna be a Sims bank. It's gonna be the yep. bank of wine. I want me some land. Real land. I can step <clears> on. 
I don't, I don't like or I boy, I don't, I don't be fuck with the internet like them about. Yeah, y'all know I, I've never seen our, our social media page to be honest with you. Unless y'all, <laughs> yeah, you, I, don't I, I would it. say have somebody that like is gonna just normally do that shit and, and know about basically graphic design parameters and all that other stuff for the NFT stuff when it comes to this metaverse stuff. Because like then that it's like they releasing information on this stuff piece by piece. Yeah, whatever. <clears throat> so I, I feel like everybody that you know is rich enough to know know what's coming. Yep. Somebody told Snoop something, and he bought some real estate in it. So, <laughs> and I think we're making the club. That shit. <laughs> that mm-hmm. shit don't sit well with faces, old man sensibilities. You can tell <laughs> he was like, what the "Fuck you, say online who's a what's it." Yeah, I, I can't. I can't fuck with that shit. <laughs> I can't fuck with it. I can't fuck with it at all, brother. Not nah, okay. sorry. Everything nah. ain't for everybody. Nah, nah. I won't be I'll fucking be with this shit. Either, but I'm gonna try to find what, a way to capitalize on this. What, what if you in the metaverse and you in your meta lane and your meta house and somebody try to break in your meta house? You can't meta shoot them. Yeah, you can. Oh no! Pull out your um, meta gun. Uh, Mark said, "If you die, like Fortnite." Die in real life, so it's like Matrix. Get the fuck out of here! Bro. I don't think he was joking, but are we? Shit, I'm you. good at video games, though, so I, I ain't could survive. I, I, I don't trust. I don't, I don't trust Mark Zuckerberg because when he released this nope. and he had like a um, a video statement, he was like in this study in his room, and it was just like books in the background. It was a random um, bottle of Sweet Baby raised by. Besides some books in the in the in the study, that it's just it was like books, books, book, sweet baby rays, book, book, like the sweet baby rays was holding up the books. <laughs> so so and barbecue I'm, is why you don't trust it. No, it's just out of place. Like, what? <laughs> I don't trust it. Why's on your bookshelf? I feel you. Like what? What were you doing? You just leave that. Oh, yeah, fucking sweet baby rays in your bookshelf, lady. I don't trust it. Eat <laughs> Obviously, I think was eating dinner. Oh, you think he's? Oh, God, you you think Zuckerberg actually eats regular food? You don't I think don't he just absorbs stuff through the the metal? No, no, I don't think. No, I don't think he a robot or no weird shit. I think he just an asshole. That's all. I think I, I, I know people like him. I get it. I think he's white vision from the end of WandaVision. Get the fuck, fuck all that shit. Let's hit this screen. Let's hit the face. Let's what? hit face the screen. Nigga, what? <laughs> that sentence was all over the place. That nigga said, "Let's hit the screen, the face, the nigga." What? All that shit. Let's hit face the screen. That's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, <laughs> that was, that may be the worst segue we've ever had, and we've had some bad ones on this show. He struggled through that one. Let's let's hit the face. Nigga, what we going to punch some people? Well, this week, let's turn to the screen. Face the screen, y'all. Um, <laughs> we're gonna talk. We ain't got no top five this week. It's a question I'm proposing to each member of the podcast and myself as well. If on a deserted island and you for some reason had electricity there, but you could only plug in a, a, a TV and a VCR. So you brought movies with you for some odd reason. Where that scenario. But what five movies or movie series would you bring with you? 
I'll start it off. Oof. Just to, I'll start it off for you. I'm going to bring Lord of the Rings series, the original Lord of the Rings series. It's so like a series years. counts as one in this? Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. I'm bringing Lord of the Rings series, for the first three, not all them other ones after it, not the Hobbit, not it. Just the, okay. the first three Lord of the Rings. Um, I'm going to bring mm, the Mighty Quinn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring the Last Dragon. This shit on purpose. Mm-hmm. That's right. I'm going to bring the Last Dragon and the Mighty Quinn. So my my top you three right now. Twice. Yeah, I'll get you one more time. Get to it one more time. So my top three right now will be the Lord of the Rings, the first three, the Mighty Quinn, and the Last Dragon. Now number four. Let me say four, four. Um, because it takes up a long time. I'm going to say the Roots series, just because it's so long. So I have to <laughs> occupy a lot of time. You should be you used to watch all of the root series, like all they go, of they go fuck around be on the island, mad as hell. <laughs> but I'll be entertained. I'll be entertained, man. <laughs> Something to watch. Um, let's see, there's four. Let's see, number five. Let's see. Um, um, I don't like the Godfather, so I don't say that. I'm gonna say mm, damn fifth movie. Uh uh. Just something to laugh at. I'm gonna say the color purple. Yeah, ain't my mammy. <laughs> oh, the shit out of her with that rock. God damn. All right, so I can roll with that. Said it's for that mighty Quinn bullshit. Um, Friday, Friday okay. series. Okay. Uh, All right. Harlem Nights. Ooh. Gotta have Harlem Nights. Um, <clears throat> let's see. The Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> okay. Whole thing. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. The whole freaking thing. If you say the series, you go, so. you go, you gonna get a lot of watch hours out of that whole freaking thing or whatever. So that gives me more time for more black movies. Bad Boy. So I have Bad okay. Boys, Friday, uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, Harlem Nights. I have one more, right? Mm-hmm. The original Coming to America, and I'm done. Mm. Good pick. Good pick. Okay. Really good uh, pick. So yeah, this should be pretty easy for me. I'm gonna start off with the MCU for sure. Yeah, that that's that's all. Um, I'm gonna also throw in the Nutty Professor franchise, the Eddie Murphy version. Uh, off jump, like to this day, I can watch any of those from start to finish, and it's like a brand new experience every time. Um, I would throw in. This is where it gets tough. I would throw in next Friday. Um, specifically, because I can watch Day Day over and over again in that particular movie, in that particular movie with Baby D and shit. Like that movie is hilarious. Um, oh, isn't it the nasty time? Um, damn. Uh, from there, I would go. Fuck it. Let's go. Trying to be be special with it. Let's go the original Batman from eighty something with Jack Nicholson. Uh-huh. I like that. That's that's one of my favorites. I like um, that one. Pull that big ass gun out. Ooh, ooh. Um, let me get. <laughs> let me get. I'm depressed. I got two honorable mentions. <laughs> ain't about to be sad on the island. Shit did. Damn. Uh, <laughs> Infinity War gonna have me depressed enough, and did so. I don't need no extra shit. Um, let me go ahead. Um, <laughs> uh, damn man, that's now. Where am I at with it? I got the Marvel, the MCU, Nutty Professor franchise. I got my uh, next Friday. 
the next Friday. All right, I got two more. Let me go with. I'll go with the Star Wars franchise. Mm-hmm. That was still, one of my honorable mentions. I still haven't seen the the three sequels with like Kylo Ren and all that, so I would still get some new watch out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, damn man, I'm stuck with this shit. I got you, the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's classic. That'll do. <clears throat> yeah, I can rock with that. That that'll do me for. That'll do me for eternity. Yeah, I can. Honorable mention: Matrix franchise. Mm-hmm. Damn it! What was the other? Mighty Quinn. Man, get the fuck out of here with that, man! <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody else riding with you on that bullshit, man. <laughs> That's an island you are on by yourself. That's a hill I don't understand. Ain't nobody, ain't no recruit nobody over there at this point in time. Like it, it had its turn. The people who liked it is that they there, and that's it. Fifth Element, the other one. Fifth Element, hmm. good movie, good movie. Yeah, good movie. you know what's funny though? Yeah. I can see me getting tired of all that shit after a couple of weeks. Though. Yeah, I'm me fun- too. I'm, I'm funny like that now. Like the Nutty Professor, I could probably still watch one. every day. That's probably the only one that I could really actually <clears throat> see myself. Okay, this is gonna sustain me. Everything else, like I'm probably never gonna watch that shit again after like the first week or two. Like it's gonna be like, I'm man, like this. shit boring as fuck. Give me some new movies, man. I tell you like this. I have over 100 streaming channels, and I have a collection of over 500 DVDs. I've seen some. I, I, I don't watch that one DVD. I, I walk past them every day and look at them. I sit in front of them every day because where the TV is, they're positioned underneath the TV. So I sit there and look at them every day. But do I watch them? No. I haven't <clears throat> watched them in over five years. No. I don't be watching these movies. Don't be watching these movies at all. But if I was on the desert island, I'd be watching all these shits. Because if you remember the flea markets, Pat, that was like a desert island. And that's when I was watching all them shits over and over just to keep myself entertained. So I wouldn't go crazy. So I think my five old movies or not, I think my five will keep me sustained on that island. At least I can find some other type of physical entertainment there or, or, or escape the island or something. But mm-hmm. don't fall in the volcano. But hell yeah. no, I probably won't move from where I'm at. Shit, make me a little shelter. And I'm good. <clears throat> I have a wild take. This doesn't have nothing to do with movies, but mm-hmm. I have a wild take because people mm-hmm. have been talking about it. And then um, let's see. Um, there is no possible way that any of these rappers can actually beat Jay Z in a versus. Mm-hmm. Okay. There is there is no. I thought about it. And mind you, Tiz is the Jay-Z fan. Yep. I'm the Nas guy. Really, I would if, if I see anything, I would want to see Jay-Z and Nas just for historical Jay-Z background. Jay-Z will smoke his boots. But there is no possible way that anybody can actually beat Jay-Z in a versus. He has too much stuff. Not not only <clears throat> not only he can have like a Jada Kiss moments, he just has three decades of hits, three decades of bars, lines, and in, in freestyles, like three decades of random revisited hip hop moments or whatever. To um, face Jay Z, you got to be in a different genre. It would have to be a genre versus genre type thing. <clears throat> but you can't be a hip hop based artist and go again because it, it's so many arenas he's went to. If he plays song cry, nobody, not a lot of rappers got something that go with that. And the ones that mm-hmm. do, 
you can't go against New York or you can't go against one of his old yeah. freestyles or his streets is watching kind of like them B-side street hits that people like it's just so many yeah, he has he has artillery for every Jehovah God MC and everything you throw at him. Um, people say Lil Wayne. I I give Lil Wayne his I, I give Lil Wayne his attributes and everything, but and in, in some ways I can see some comparisons about as far as things that he's done as within the culture, but there's still no possible way. Because he has too many different types of songs. Lil Wayne punchlines and bars don't age as well as I keep one eye open like CBS. See me stress right. It's still a line that could be put out today if you never heard it and would be hard. Uh Some of that shit Lil Wayne was saying, especially in them heavy syrup, heavy drug years, like that lollipop-ish phase, like some Uh of that shit, it was hot at that moment, but it don't stand up when you really break it down years from then. So that's where he loses. The next person they say is Busta Rhymes. Now I get is I'm gonna put it this way. There is not that many rappers I can see actually beating Busta Rhymes. But if it is a rapper, BJ BJ. And it's not even just on I'm also thinking production level. Like Jay could for a versus pull out a Madison Square Garden event for his just for his versus alone. Would that other rapper be able to keep up with the production level? And then you don't even want to talk about like like Jay-Z got an album with the Queen of R and B. Whole album. Jay-Z got an album, whole album with one of the top producers in the game. If we just take just that. Most rappers don't have nothing that can go into those two and compete with the the songs from those two. Like, it's just, it's so many places he can pull from. He got shit that he's never performed live ever. That if he play, if he performs it live, the verses is going to break. Mm-hmm. Like it, he has those type of, like people ain't got that. He ain't got that at your, you ain't got that at your house. Jay-Z got, he one of them. He the kid in the neighborhood that like, my mama don't buy me that. Can I, can I spend the night at your house? You got all the toys. I got I some of them. I got some good stuff, but damn, you got all the games. I got Xbox. You got Xbox and PlayStation and Nintendo and GameCube and Wii and like like he one yeah. of them. Like you like Jay Z got too much, too many bags, man. It's too many bags. It's like it's like you know how you got like um, on some games you have characters whose attributes are like a lot, like uh, Mario Kart, right? So you have Bowser and Wario and Donkey Kong and they heavy and they're like, they slow down pretty much. Jay-Z's like Mario. Jay-Z like, like Yoshi. He's like Yoshi, but I, I mean- I got he, speed, far, I got handling, I'm tough. You you pretty much got everything as far as it's averaged up or whatever. Jay-Z is like that big ass hand in Smash Brothers. <laughs> At the end. Let me just whoop your ass, fuck out of here. I'm the creator of the game. like. Everybody else is the cartoons, and then he's the he's the the illustrator. Like I drew you, I drew you. Fuck out of here. Feel free, um, um, Pod Squad. If you had the rebuttal, I want to hear. Please it. tell me but, who's but in I the hip hop genre that can go with him. We still got to go back into that top, you know, top. Yes, that's coming. I I just took the past couple of weeks off, man, for this holiday. So I'm about to get that bracket set up and on our first show of the new year, ready for the Pod Squad to vote. I'll be mm-hmm. releasing that in a couple of days. 
But yeah, I just wanted to pull out this wild take from Juan that um, no one has actually beaten Jay-Z in, in a versus at, at, at all. He actually said it in a, um, I think it was like a Twitter space when they were talking about- Yeah, he about, was on there with Alicia Keys. Yeah, he said, I don't want to disrespect it. I feel like he wanted to say is that would be disrespectful to me to say, hey, who I want to do a versus with. But he said, I don't want to disrespect these other guys, but there's no way possible anybody's going to see me on that stage. So, and it's, I mean, I try to think. Please, myself, prove, please prove one wrong on this, but I can't see. I agree. I, I tried. He, now, mind you, Jay-Z's not really my one of my top fives. It's Tiz's top five, but I try to be my uh, uh, as unbiased when it comes to stuff like this as possible, pretty much. But stats, I look at stats and logic, and the logic tells me that, yeah, no, Eminem is not beating Jay-Z. Nope. He, he may have got him on Renegade, but them goofy-ass songs is not going to match up with, nah, with You got to remember, versus ain't a rap battle. It's a catalog battle. It's mm-hmm. different. Jay-Z's different, man. His catalog is different. Man. It's just... Mm-hmm. I shoot you, you're brainless. I, you shoot me, you're famous. What's the nigga to do? Five you- to seven of the top producers in hip-hop over the past 25 to 35 years owe their entire careers to saying they produce for Jay-Z. That's how you know when you're like... <laughs> He's made his whole career. Like you're not even a good producer if you haven't, if you don't have that on your resume. You're not like it's different, man. He's different. The Quincy Jones of hip hop is just you don't. It's the catalog is too extensive. This what Knife Wonder said. Speaking of producers, he says in a stadium in front of twenty thousand plus, he does crazy and loves and bring out B. Niggas in Paris bring out Kanye. Run this town brings out Rihanna. Renegade brings out M, Big Pimpin' brings out Bun B, Give It To Me, and brings out Pharrell. And then they do both, they both do, excuse me, Miss, brings out Kaye for Otis, brings B back out for Bonnie and Clyde, then Mary for Can't Knock the Hustle, then brings Beans and Freeway for What We Do Is Wrong, and then do it again. And then the and then goes into solo shit. You still ain't even gave us the, the breakdown where he gets into actually bringing out Nas. Exactly. Like, I can battle you with the track that we did together. They could actually do a whole verse. That's why I said Nigga, I wanted to actually think about this. How many times have you has he done super ugly live? Never. If they even get into that segment, if he has to battle Nas and Nas breaks out Ethan and all that, and then he talks about leaving condoms on your baby seat live in your face. Like it's yeah. just it's just the types of shit he can go to is this hard. It's tough. At at this point, I don't think he would do that because I feel I feel like remember that that time when he actually brought it out. It was his mom got on him about it, and he he felt bad about doing it afterwards. So I don't even think he would probably do super ugly, but it's just a possibility that he can actually do that. He has that Joker. So, but I'm done. That's my wild take. I, I have no disagreement with. You. That's not as wild as you think. I don't think I actually fully agree with that. Pasquale, y'all let us know, but I I rolling with you, buddy. I think I'm rolling with you, man. And um, damn right. I just said wild take with wine because it sounds cool with wine. It's all good. <laughs> and like we're gonna that. have a tears take, take right now. Wine. I feel like in tonight's show on this because we two minutes into it, and I'm 38, bitches. Happy birthday, Woo! I've been alive for another oh, year. Motherfucker. Woo! Woo! Yes. And in 24 Same hours, age. we'll be doing this again for past birthday. And oh, yeah. uh, so yeah, this is Capricorn season. This is officially started. 
the partner's birthday season. Uh, we go from now until January 19th when Face's birthday culminates our Capricorn partner season. So if you are out there, you know, I always start our outros with this, but I feel more comfortable doing it because it's our birthday, bitches. Um, if you want to, you know what I'm saying, support financially, send us a little love, you know what I'm saying, support the podcast, you know, throw us a little dollar or something, you know, for the birthday turnups. Um, anytime between now and January 19th, please go ahead and hit that cash app, hit that dollar sign, partner tis one, that's P-O-D-N-A-T-I-Z-1, and all proceeds between now, as always, but specifically, they will be split between us for our birthday fund, so we can, you know what I'm saying, enjoy that and celebrate another year. We would most definitely appreciate it, and all of the support over the past year has already been appreciated, but yeah, you know, that birthday love, being a little something special, we done had a, a year, everybody has, but for us three to have made it to yet another year on this earth coming from a place where, to be honest, there was times we didn't always know that we was going to make it past, you know, 20 something, you know, that was, that was sketchy. So to be pushing forward as, as three brothers who come this far, man, it means a lot. And it means the world that I'm able to spend my birthday, not the first moments of my birthday with my bros. Love y'all. Um, but yeah, man, if you want to support financially, definitely for the birthday fund specifically, hit the cash app. That's dollar sign part of TS1. If you want to throw us uh, support in another way financially, go ahead to anchor.fm backslash the partners, where you can not only catch every episode of our podcast weekly, but you can also become a monthly supporter. Um, helps us out tremendously. And you listening to the podcast on that platform specifically helps us out with our ad yeah. revenue there because we are actually monetized there. So please support there. Um, and then as always, you can go to buymeacoffee.com backslash the partners and center for a membership, or, you know, donate as little as a dollar if you like, um, that's buymeacoffee.com backslash the partners. And with the membership, you get a lot of membership only perks. Um, those will be listed there for you when you sign up. I ain't gonna go through it. Or you could just listen to an old episode of this and you will hear them. Um, but that's how you can support financially in that way. But it's the holidays. And even though Christmas, there's people like me having birthdays, man. If you want to, you know, look out for people, get some tangible, look out for yourself, be fly, flawless on your New Year's face. How can they get that good gear, that good apparel, that beautiful clothing well, emerging? Well, uh, well, 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 y'all can go to rtreclothing.com. That's rtreclothing.com, spelled A-R-T-R-E, clothing. Com. Once again, I'll never spell it for you, but there it is on the back of that Artre clothing hoodie right there. A-R-T-R-E. Come on now. A-R-T-R-E. Clothing. Come on now. A-R-T-R-E. Clothing.com. Check us out. Promo code. All caps. Pod Squad 83. Save yourself some money. Come on. Start the new year with some fresh gear and discounts, Good baby. Comfy material, man. It's my we favorite hoodie. Hoodies. Pet look we cozy as fuck right now. And stylish. Yeah. And now we have kid sizes in the hoodies. Now we have kid sizes in the hoodies and t-shirts. <laughs> so, hey, you may have yes. a little person you want to rock some art trade clothing or some pod squad merchandise. Look out for I'm your babies. And look out for your baby Capricorns out there, man. And, and go ahead and make sure they style it right on their birthdays, man. Yeah. Um, it's Capricorn season, baby. We'll be going back to school with some fresh AC83 on. Yes, and sir. Now, and now we may have sneakers. So 
I'm looking at some things. I'm looking at some things, bro. Look at that. That's an exclusive right there. Yeah, I'm really trying to do this. This apparel thing, man. So it all starts right here. Artreyclothing.com. Indeed, man. Get your pod squad merch. Get your uh, Trey clothing and apparel. And be styling out here on these motherfuckers, man. Don't let Pat be the only one looking fresh on you, man. Go get your shit right now. I'm Go get your man, shit right I'm now. Out. Go get your I'm shit right now. Go get it right now. Go ahead. You're sitting at home. You ain't doing nothing anyway. Go ahead. Go to entreclothing.com. Uh, and yeah, man. And, and, and when you leave there, make sure you stop by all of our, our uh, sites to show us your picture of you with the merch on, repping the Pod Squad merch, repping the AC83 merch, repping, repping, repping. Uh, we definitely want to make sure we're able to, you know what I'm saying, let the world know that you're down with the Pod Squad. So show us those pictures. And Pat, how would they even get in touch with us to show us those? See this? This is our Instagram. This is one of them. At T-H-E-P-O-D-N-A-S. That's at sign T-H-E-P-O-D-N-A-S. That is the Instagram. That is the uh, TikTok. That's the Twitter. Um, that's Facebook. Also on Facebook with Tiz Face Pat are uh, the partners. So. Hey, man. So please, man, like <clears throat> you got the websites, you got it. Go check in, link in with us. And if you can't remember none we just said, if all that information was too much for you, if me, Face, and Pat just went too fast to it for you, I got you. Remember the partners.com. T H E P O D N A S dot com. One stop shop. It'll get you to everything that we just mentioned. Um, real easy for you. You know, you just click of a button away from everything that we do, everything that we provide. You want to contact us. You want to buy the merch. You want to get to the store. You want to do whatever. One stop shop. Go ahead. Order the partners.com. Um, and with that, man, it's my birthday, bitches. So um, I'm about to take off work. You know, like y'all motherfuckers at home do when y'all at y'all birthday, y'all take off work. So I'm about to take off on y'all motherfuckers. So uh, I've been tears. One third of the partners. And I've been with it's the other third of partners, man. And in 24 hours from now, I'll be 38 one. Woo! 38 one. Yeah. And I am along with the old nigga that's already yeah. 38. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, niggas, man. <laughs> this face, man. Could have been anywhere but you here with me. <laughs> we love y'all. Uh, happy birthday to us. Thank y'all for rock- rocking with us for another year. Um, we will see y'all in the new year. Vlogs, vlogs, shows, live streams, all that good stuff coming up. This podcast will be dropping before the uh, end of this year, so you'll get to bring in your new years with the partners. Um, keep fucking with us because we fuck with y'all and we love y'all. We love y'all. One hundred. Bye, bitches. We going to turn up. Give me a birthday blend. Hey.